You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunza from Sunland Private Wealth. And I've received a couple of emails and I've seen your tweets about the performance of the last month and the last quarter and indeed the half year, Nick. And it's been spectacularly volatile. It's been amazing. I don't know where I start. Morning, Lindsay. And I had a morning meeting this morning. I was sort of... Uh, regurgitating back all the facts of what an unbelievable quarter it was and the best in a decade or two decades. And our sort of chief investment officer said, like, I heard all your numbers. I mean, it feels like it was a bad dream because it felt a lot worse than it was three months ago. And I think he's exactly right. It's almost like the last three months didn't happen. It's been an extraordinary quarter and one uh, one we've all been involved in and chatted about. I mean, looking back now, now, now though, Lindsay, I think uh, maybe the hard work starts for the second half. Maybe the easy money has been made. I think we, we mentioned that last night. But nevertheless, nevertheless, uh, goodbye to uh, not a bad bounce back. Yes, it's been a terrific bounce back and long may it continue. Um, I'm just looking at some of the stats that I've got here. The, over, the top 40 index of the JSC, month to date, 7.8%. That's up to the close yesterday, I think. Mm. Quarter to date, up 23.2%. Year to date, only 1.3% weaker. I don't know if you've got the same numbers, but that's what I'm looking at. Financials, year to date, down 34%. SA listed property, down 40%. The RAND dollar, 24% weaker and the Rand pound 15.9% weaker and so it goes on. If you look at the Nasdaq mm. up 12.1% year to date. Yeah, man. Look at that thing. It's amazing. Mm. What have you got? Well, Nasdaq, yeah, let me let me add to to the our watering returns. As you said Nasdaq up here to date now. Um, I've got the Nasdaq actually if you look back at the last quarter, it's in fact the best quarter since 1999. Those who are old enough to remember trading back then. Yes, I can. Thirty point six percent. I've got. Yeah, up thirty mm, percent. Exactly right. And mm. then amazing numbers. And if we look at more uh, out of that sort of high tech space, uh, you know, it, it maybe not felt as, as as strong as the tech space, but nevertheless, uh, Eurostock six hundred, which is a quite a good broad uh, index for the whole of Europe, that was up thirteen uh, percent from the lows in March on a quarter. Uh, MSCI Asia X Pacific was up fifteen, and of course, you mentioned some of our numbers as well we had the best return on the quarter since 2001 so it really was a quarter to remember the bounce back quarter of 2020 yes and we'll look back and we'll sit down and we'll have a glass of fruit juice or whatever you want it, um and, but and, it must it must be mm. it must be said sorry let's interrupt but mm. it must be said and you pointed out in your intro that the, you know things like the financials and that are actually down yeah you know, they didn't have a great bounce at all which maybe tells a Maybe that's a conversation for another day, but really, the, the, the looking local on the JSC, most of the moves were Rand hedges and, of course, NUSPAs and its subsidiary process. I mean, they were up 24 and 29% respect, uh, respectively. So, once again, you know, not, not generally the market bouncing back. Uh, you know, some shares are still well done on this quarter. So, tail of two very different markets, I think, if we look back. Yes, indeed. The If we go to the commodities, these are really, really interesting. And also, the Bond market. Brent crude oil, year to date, down 38.5%. Gold in US dollar terms, up 17.4%. Gold in Rand terms, 45.6% mm. higher. That's a massive, massive move year to date. It's only six months. 45.5% year to date. This is, um, this is one to watch. Maybe it's a little bit stretched. I don't know. But it certainly has been the greatest performer. The US 10 year Treasury, 66.1% better. 
<laughs> year to date. The R186 well, is a 7% winner, and, and so it goes on. But there's been some eye-popping, and as you say, eye-washing moves as well. Mm. If you've got it right, which nobody has, of course, <laughs> then you've done very yeah, well indeed. I mean, everyone's everyone's an expert now. Um, but um, w- just a little bit of caution going into the second half of this year. Um, I had a, a very good presentation uh, from a, a team at Brain Credit Analysts, uh, independent guys out of Canada. Really, really been around for about 60 years, Lindsay, very, very thorough. Mm. And they did a, crunch the numbers as they do. And they said over the last 100 years, yes. when you get these sort of, I guess, a rally of everything, you know, so, so commodities, bonds, uh, equities, junk bonds, you name it, everything, precious metals, as you said, the gold price. Everything goes up at once, like that 100% correlation. It typically doesn't bode well. It's not meant to, markets are not meant to move like that. Um, you know, they're meant to have a little bit of inverse moves and, you know, dollar goes up and that goes down or, or gold goes up and other things go down. This everything rally that we've seen bounce back, obviously, you know, helped by the massive amounts of stimulus being pumped in by central banks. In the bottom, the bottom line, the, the ending result, the conclusion is that uh, typically this doesn't last forever. Nothing, everything doesn't all go up at once. So maybe a bit of bit of hint of caution going into the second quarter. Yes, of course, and the second half of the year as well. Let's have a look now at mm. what's happening on the JSC Securities Exchange this morning as I refresh my screen and look at the Stock Exchange News Service. Fill in the gaps while my screen reloads, please, uh, Nick. Is there anything that came out? And tell us about your meeting, by the way. What was the conclusion mm. of your meeting? I know you have dozens and yep. dozens of people listening to you every day. <laughs> dozens and dozens, yeah. Every Wednesday, uh, we host a, a sort of pitch from our investment team who are out in the Western Cape. And they, they're quite a very thorough bunch. And this morning was uh, sort of a pitch back on um, precious metals, uh, Sassel, which we've been holders of and a general discussion of energy and the oil price, but the more of a general discussion. But it was quite interesting. The one that stuck out for me was the sort of feedback on things that, that average investors don't necessarily look at. So, for example, the the spot price of rhodium, um, not, you know, everyone's, not on everyone's uh, sort of list, but rhodium is, in fact, not a – it's not a, a price of a metal that, that is traded like iron ore or platinum or it's, it's, it's got a, a set price once a month that, that these people meet in smoky rooms and they discuss the price. Anyway, oh, yeah. the price of rhodium has been on a massive, massive charge. Um, and Impala Platinum has been one of the main beneficiaries of that, of that price of rhodium. And, and what I like about commodities, I think you mentioned as well, Lindsay, is the fact that it really is as close, I guess, to classic supply and demand. You yeah. know? And things like rhodium, they're apparently looking forward a huge shortfall on on that particular metal, um, which is used in this in this sort of strengthening of steel. So and, and it stops it being corroded. So if you've if you're in a building boom, you need rhodium to basically coat your metal and coat the pylons and it stops that, that steel corroding. Um, huge deficit. And South Africa, incidentally, as we always bless sometimes with commodities, is has the largest supply of rhodium in the world. And a part of platinum being the main beneficiary. So that, I find that quite fascinating actually that, that even still now, like we always look at I always look at sort of inventory numbers and LME and stuff to get 
idea of, of things like that. But but rhodium, we have a huge world shortage and we are lucky enough in South Africa to be sitting on a big pile. Which is fascinating in itself because when I started in the business, it used to be platinum stocks and trading platinum. But now yeah. you're not. You're, play, you're trading PGMs and it goes between Correct. palladium and mm. platinum. Platinum itself, of course, is the ugly sister of the rhodium and palladium mm. basket. It really is. And of course, yeah, we always, we always mention it every morning. That's palladium price too. Also, yeah, also the one that's we don't doesn't normally get all the headlines, but certainly in the background is is as important, maybe even more important than some of the construction industry. There was um, a notice from uh, famous brands this morning that says the following: shareholders were furthermore cautioned that the board's decision to withhold further financial support for GBK, that's Gourmet Burger Kitchen in the UK, may result oh, in an impairment of the, yeah, of the full value of Famous Brands' investment in GBK. The precise valuation of which impairment would be determined in due course, as deliberations in respect of this matter are still in progress. Shareholders are advised to continue exercising caution, etc., etc. In other words, they're writing this thing off. Yeah, well, in fact, they've already written it off yeah. um, to pretty to zero, and, and I guess the the other, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's one thing writing it down as zero, but you know, it's still a lot of debt. So it's a little bit of a misnomer when 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 investors or, or shareholders they hear a company's written down as zero, and we're not we're not going to account for it. But there's a lot of debt tied it. You have to account for it. You have to service that debt. Yes, interest rates are low, but you know, it's not actually written down as zero. It's probably written down to minus five because mm. of the debt exposed to it as well. So, look, the sooner they can dump this thing, the better. The problem is who's going to buy a, a restaurant gourmet, uh, burger business in the middle of a lockdown in the United Kingdom? It's, it's not going to happen. That's really not going to happen. Stadio came out with a trading statement today, the education company. Um, anyway, the share price up, actually, very very smartly, about 13%. Did you look at this one, or is this not on your radar? No, not on the radar, unfortunately. Okay, well, then we'll talk about that. I'll talk about that later with Wayne McCurry. Let's have a look at some spot prices. Uh, last night in the States, just while I'm putting my screen up, there was a bit of a surge at the end there. Hmm. Look, last day of the last day of the quarter, last day of the half year. You know, maybe there's a little bit of that window brushing, nudge, uh, nudge, wink, wink. That's what they say. Uh, because yeah, because there were some decent numbers out of housing starts earlier on the US session as it opened, um, and in fact, the last hour or two of the US markets closed, as you said, a big push into the close, and during that period, um, Mr. Fauci was speaking, and he was anything but. Uh, encouraging. I mean, he was talking about a new record of 40,000 coronavirus cases per day in the US. And he came out and warned and said, we're looking at 100,000. Mm. So, you know, you've got that. I guess maybe people are interpreting it. The worse it gets, the more stimulus gets pumped in. And because on the other side, we had uh, the Mooch speaking with um, Steve Moochin speaking with uh, Jay Powell, uh, talking about we're monitoring everything quite considerably. So I don't know. It's, it's one of this again. The tug of war continues between what we're seeing on the ground and what uh, central banks are doing. But yes, big squeeze into the close last night. Dollar rand is seventeen thirty this morning. The British pound against the rand is twenty one forty one, and the euro rand is nineteen forty two. With the euro dollar at one twelve thirty, barely changed last night. In the United States, the Dow Jones rose by. 0.85%. S&P was up just over 1.5%. The Nasdaq was 1.9% better. In the Far East this morning, Tokyo down three quarters. Shanghai up 1.4%. The Hang Seng down, uh, sorry, upper half. And in Australia, the All Share Index in Sydney up two thirds of a percent. Gold continues its run. 17.89 now, up $8 an ounce, which is a eight year high, pushing on to 
what did you say yesterday? 1918 was the highest ever mm. price achieved mm. in US dollars. Okay, well, that's um, in its sights. In fact, it, it, yeah, and, if, and as I said yesterday, if you want to get a new point out, your cost to carry, et cetera, doesn't quite add up. But um, if you want to look at the front month, well, actually the August future uh, broke through $1,800 last night. Great day in the morning. Okay, uh, Platinum 835, which is at $5 an ounce. Where's Palladium, please, Nick Kunz? And also Rhodium. Give us Rhodium as well now that that's on your radar. <laughs> I actually can't give you Rhodium ah. because it's a, it's, a, it's a price that's settled once a month mm. um, where people, as I said, they, do you see like the old gold used to be settled? Do you remember they used to sort of meet in the mornings? and that The gold the fix, price? yes, exactly. That's the right. Morning correct. and afternoon fixes, in fact. Perfect. Exactly right. It was always that, I think that's how sort of the Rothschilds and those the old gold. Mm. Mm. built their name but uh, no so the rhodium price has done a similar way but it's only done once a month but i can give you the, pla- the palladium price which is currently uh down five dollars at the moment down a quarter percent one thousand nine hundred and twenty five dollars okay the oil price is as follows up two and a half percent for wti which is at now forty dollars and 21 and brent crude oil is up 2.3 percent to 42 dollars 22 the south african government bond 923 which is four basis points lower for the yield higher obviously for the bond price itself because there's an inverse relationship there and that's around about 0.4 percent jse movers this morning probably a little bit quiet after the end of the quarter and everything else but um, let's have a look at them anyway i've got hammerson at the top oh no rb platt suddenly is the new uh, emerging winner uh, 4.9 percent higher nedcore at four and a quarter percent that's a good move we were talking about financials nedcore doing very well indeed telcom up nearly four percent that's suddenly gone to 30 nearly 31 rand a share and it was what 16 mm. 17 at one stage yeah so this has been a yeah. big mover Sirius up to 3.8 i don't know what that is mtn up three and a half percent downside it it's always there. Polish property company down five and a third percent. Process a one and a half percent loser. South 32 down 1.4. Barlow World down 1.4 as well. Anything else you're seeing, Nick? No, it seems to be a little bit of, I don't know, just there's no real theme about today, really. I mean, the gold miners obviously back in favor, but in general, um, we do have uh, some vehicle sales numbers out. This obviously affects your uh, the platinum price. Keep an eye on that one. Mm. Uh, we have some abs, abs uh, purchasing managers index, the PMI. That's of also course. due out later on today. Yes. Mm, so that's quite a decent one to watch. Uh, and those shareholders in uh, Insignia, just keep an eye on that. That stock is X today. Just uh, just heads up. I've actually got the PMI number, but um, it's embargoed, so I can't tell you what it is. But anyway, we'll we'll report upon that later. Nick, give us the indices after fifty six minutes of trading, please. You know, it's actually quite a quite a not a bad start actually first day of, of this half year. So we had an all share up point uh, three of a percent, fifty four thousand five hundred twenty. Uh, the top forty, yeah, slowly creeping back up at fifty thousand, fifty thousand two hundred ninety or so per quarter. And I've got pretty much Lindsay everything in the green. I've got uh, led by the gold, led by sorry, led by platinum mining index. That's up two point four six percent. Next is the gold mining index, one point eight two percent firmer. Mining not far behind, one percent higher. And then industrials up half a percent. General retailers up point three. Uh, in general, not a bad start to the second half. Very good indeed. Nick, you're off tonight and you're off tomorrow morning. You'll be back with myself and David Shapiro for the five o'clock shadow. Be careful out there. It's a jungle. That's Nick Kunza from Sunland Private Wealth. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.